This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Indeed, indeed. Thank you very much, Stuby, and welcome to our second hour for this Sunday morning. Hope you're having a great holiday season, and uh, I'm glad that you're joining us to spend a little bit of time with us this morning. I know you have a lot of things going on. We all do, and I'd love to hear from you. We have a couple of open lines. Mike Bass is running the boards. His will be the first voice you'll hear. That's by calling 800-288-WBAP. This is a live broadcast and uh, if you are tired of hearing this uh, uh, message that this is a previously recorded, this is not. <laughs> so 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Renee. This refined nine-year-old shepherd mix, she's beautiful, is looking for a home to spend her golden years. She has a shaggy black coat with tan markings, or kind of golden tan, above her eyes. A dazzling uh, dazzling smile comes up in the next line. Around her muzzle, down her leg, she has that golden uh, yellow. She's a big girl with floppy ears and a dazzling smile. There's that dazzling smile. Renee is an opinionated older gal looking for a laid-back home to lounge around in. She'd be a great fit for an older adopter who is wanting a calm companion for gardening, watching television, or reading a good book. Renee enjoys being petted and prefers leisurely strolls to active runs, snoozing in her bed, and eating lots of yummy food and treats. If you're looking for a gentle girl for your family, Renee is the one for you, and she's waiting to meet you today at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet Renee, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt spca.org slash dog adopt one word just like all the pets at the spca of texas renee has been spayed microchipped and has had all of her age-appropriate vaccines she is waiting for her new for her new forever family at the spca of texas jan reese jones animal care center at 2400 lone star drive i-30 west of hampton road the Jan Reese, uh, SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center is open for adoptions every day from noon to 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's Renee, R-E-N-E-E. Hope you'll adopt her. She's a beautiful girl and looking for the right home. The shelters are filled. Uh, Whether you adopt from the SPCA and Renee or one of the other dogs that I've uh, talked about uh, recently or another shelter, the important thing is shelter dogs deserve uh, love. There's a shelter dog waiting. You walk by. They look at you. They're hopeful. And uh, just put yourself in their little souls and hearts and and, uh, their wishes of going home with you. They would love to have a chance. And you can make that happen. So there you go. Sponsored today by Womack Nursery Company. They're back. They're back in the winter season. This is their season. They dig their trees and their grapevines and blackberries bare-rooted. So this is the time for them. And I'm proud to have them here as my sponsor. This is a nursery founded in are you ready for this? 1937, a third-generation family nursery. They ship by mail order all across Texas, all across the South. They are known for having the Texas A&M recommended varieties of fruit crops. Now, I tell you that now, and I'll tell you that in, in, in January, but I'm also going to tell you that if you buy now, you'll have a much better selection than you will in January because commercial growers who have orchards come to them in January and say, I'd like uh, 500 of this, 1,000 of that, 
and pretty soon they're out of some of the better varieties. So you need to go to Womack's right now, not go physically, but go to their website or go to their order forms. It's Womack Nursery Company, open Monday through Saturday, and they welcome uh, visitors. Their uh, physical address is 2551 State Highway 6 in DeLeon, Texas. I grew up right off Highway 6 in College Station, and it goes all the way down to Houston. It's a big shot highway, <laughs> and all the way to Womack's. 2551 State Highway 6 in DeLeon, D-E capital L-E-O-N, D-E capital L-E-O-N, Texas, 76444. Their phone number, 254-893-6497. You can call and have them send a catalog to you. That's 254-893-6497, WomackNursery.com. Now, they grow most of their own nursery stock. They have all these recommended varieties of peaches and pecans and plums and grapes, the ones that will do well in your area, and they can advise you also. Now, you can order by phone. You can order online. You take a look at their website. It's Womack Nursery. W-O-M-A-C-K, WomackNursery.com. You can read their history of their nursery. And it's just fascinating. I spent some time on the website yesterday, and it's just a great website. Womack Nursery in DeLeon, Texas, WomackNursery.com. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. Stewie, thank you. I have to second what he just said. I am very faithful to do what my doctors tell me uh, in terms of my regular appointments and uh, the other things that they uh ask of me and so I'm in the doctor's offices and occasionally in the uh, other places where you go for checkups and things and I see what they are doing and what they have to go through for their own health and safety and to uh, protect all of us and thank you thank you thank you to all the medical teams not just to Baylor Scott and White my sponsors but all medical teams thank you and the first responders of all kinds Let's go to uh, Steve, and Azel is our first call up this hour. Steve, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. Neil, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas. Thank you. What can I do for you? Uh, I just moved into a new place, and I planted half an acre of Zosia Palisade sod on my my yard, front and back. And um, my questions are, one is I've been watering like twice a day. So the grass has been down for about four days now. I'm watering twice a day. Uh, each station on the sprinkler system is running about 30 minutes. So I'm giving it a good soaking. And that's so much. that's my first question. Is that's that way too much. Too much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you have to water anywhere near that amount uh, or that length of time at this time of year. Um, okay. What would you recommend? I would recommend letting the grass, uh, oh, goodness. I would think, uh, I, I don't it's mind your watering. It's, I'm it's, sorry? The grass, is, the grass is dormant already uh, yeah. from where it came from. But, it, I, you know, obviously I want to get the roots established before or try to before, you know, it gets really cold. Right. But keeping them sopping wet won't do that. It may uh, be counterproductive. It may damage the roots by having no oxygen in the soil. I think what okay. I would do is for the first week or two water, I don't even know how to advise you because temperature is going to start dropping tonight for a few days, and that changes everything I might say. I would water, uh, I would I would feel the soil every day, and when it begins to feel not wet, soggy wet, then I would water for 10 minutes that day. Okay. And I Got would it. feel it every day, and then when it feels not soggy, I would water 10 more minutes. I think 10-minute intervals... And I wouldn't be surprised, but what within about two weeks you can you can go to every third day or something. It's not going to dry out very fast at these temperatures okay. that we're going to have okay. now. Now, right now it's seventy-eight degrees. It will dry out fairly quickly, but it's not going to it's not going to die sitting there uh, dry for six hours. Okay. Uh, the last last question would be down the road. Uh, the first time I fertilize it, what do you recommend that I put on it? 
Uh, I, I would recommend the same thing you always put on it every time that you fertilize it or Bermuda or St. Augustine, and that would be, let's see, I look to see where you are. Azel, you know what I need to ask you? What is your soil in Azel? Is it sand or is it black clay? It, it's sandy loam. I had it analyzed okay. by Tanya. Uh, yeah, that's, that's why I, I did a double take because I know that Azel has some sandy soil, sandy loam. I would use a high nitrogen, like a 312 or 412 ratio, like 2510 or 24612. And I would use that each time that you fertilize. The next time that you fertilize probably is going to be the 1st of April. And I would, at that point, probably put that on at um, half or two thirds the recommended rate, just because it still is going to be a pretty new lawn. And make sure it does okay. not have a weed killer element to it not a weed and feed just a feed right got it okay neil thank you sir very much you've been very helpful as you're always. gonna like that variety that's a pretty one that's an a&m developed variety i don't always endorse i, I always endorse a&m research i don't always endorse a&m uh, uh things just because they're a&m like alma figs uh, don't make it through the winters here but but i really like palisades it's a pretty grass oh it's great i've had yeah. it before it's beautiful yeah, all right, sir. Good thank choice. you Neil. Good choice. have a good one right, bye-bye all right let's see let's go to uh let's go to alan Hello? and keller i'm sorry i heard a heard a voice let's go to alan and keller now alan this is neil good morning all right i'm gonna take a break we'll try to figure that out oh gosh this is one of those days I'll go home and be happy to rest <laughs> for a few minutes. I'm going to be signing books. That will not be terribly restful. Let me tell you about books. That's what I'm going to be doing this afternoon, signing the books that have sold this morning, and, and happily, so I will add. Uh, there are going to be a good many, and I appreciate that business very much. Let me just tell you what my book is that I'm selling, because I have been giving the Christmas special offer more than I've been telling you about the book. Uh, the book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I decided I wanted to self-publish a book so I could do it any way I wanted by hiring Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as the graphic designer. And I wanted to do something that was totally different from the old cowboy boot book from 1991 and 1982. Those are ancient history books now. This one is a totally different layout. And uh, of the 840 photographs, 840 of them are new to this book. 344 pages, has more than 25 multi-page charts. It was printed in San Antonio by Texas printers. I didn't want it printed overseas. And boy, now I'm really glad I didn't have it printed overseas. And uh, it's a hardback. And uh, it covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a calendar of 48 pages, four pages per month, of when you do everything in your landscape and garden. I've never put that in a book before. Chapters 3 through 11 are extremely detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. This is the book I always wanted to be able to hand to you and say, this is the best work of my career. I sign every copy when it sells. That's why I didn't want to put it in stores or on Amazon. You buy it directly from me, and I sign the books in our house and, and put them in the mail myself. So that's how it is. Put them in boxes and take them to the post office. It's as simple as that. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I refund every penny myself. So... Here, is, here are the two ways you can buy it. One is to buy it from my website. One, that's the better way. One is to buy it by calling my office. But here is the Christmas special for a very limited time more. You buy the first book at $36.95, the regular price. See how much less that is than if it were in stores or on Amazon? It'd be $55 or more. dollars. But it's only $36.95, and the second and third books ship to the same mailing address are only $31.95. You save $5 per book on those uh, second and third books. So all that detail is at the website at neilsperry.com. That's where you need to order it, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Or you can call my office Monday through Friday at uh, business hours 
And that's uh, at uh, 800-752-GROW. But get the order in immediately because the order, the uh, offer is going to go away very, very soon. We're running out of time for Christmas delivery. 800-752-GROW or neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. That is our church. I always tell you that, and I'm proud to uh, give that uh, bit of uh, message uh, to my church. Obviously, I do not charge them for it. Oh, that would be tacky, wouldn't it? And uh, today's Communion Sunday. Join us, if you will, either in person or online. All the details at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Ace is a place with a helpful hardware folks. Ace is the place for grilling all your grilling needs. They have really honed in on grilling at Ace. They have people who know and love grilling and that who will help you with your grilling needs. They have all the great brands, Traeger and Weber and Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe and more. Let them show you your choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is wonderful. It's been wonderful the last week. Ace is the place for all your grills, accessories, and fuel needs this holiday season. Give a grill as a Christmas gift to someone you care a lot about. It makes a wonderful gift, and it will give for years and years. You get free assembly and delivery on grills and accessories of over $3.99 for Ace Rewards members. Not a member? That's easy. You sign up with your uh, cell phone number, and and you're all set. And you'll get uh, opportunities to get all kinds of specials. And uh, it takes maybe 30 seconds to sign up. See your local Ace Hardware store for their help, for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. We love Ace Hardware. My wife can get lost in an Ace Hardware store for 30 or 60 minutes and love shopping there. Ace is the place where you meet friendly people. Ace is the place where you get great products at affordable prices. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. We have been having some technical difficulties this morning, and uh, now Mike is wondering if it might be line two. We're about to go to Allen in Keller on line two, and we're going to see if it will work this time. So let me uh, cue him in and see if we can get Alan in Keller. This is Neil. Are you there, Alan? Good morning, Neil. Yes, Good I am. morning. That worked. All right, good. How can I help you? Yeah, I've got a harvester and a redskin peach tree in my yard, and the harvester is oozing sap from about the first foot or so of the trunk of the tree. And I was wondering what the best course of action was to... Uh, stop that. Well, that is peach tree borers, B-O-R-E-R, borers. And okay. uh, they are they are responsible for the death of more peach trees than probably any right. other uh, cause. And 
unfortunately, our, our controls have taken about two giant steps back. When I got into the extension service in 1970 as a, as a county horticulturist, um, there were some old, yellowed ditto sheets or, or mimeograph sheets in the files that uh, we're talking about whitewash and, uh, <laughs> and mothballs and things of that sort in the files <laughs> that had been left behind by long-since-retired county agents. And now we're making some of those same recommendations. Um, it's just, it's, and, and the, the whitewash was to repel the, the beetles so that they wouldn't, or the moths that wouldn't lay the eggs. And um, then the, the uh, paradichlorobenzene, the mothball crystals, were supposed to uh, put the fumes up into the tunnels and kill the larvae, and then you'd mound uh, soil up over them. Um, in the in the winter time, I believe it never worked very well. But then we moved on to other things that were much more effective. But those other things have been taken back off the market, uh, not because of problems that we had on the trunks of peach trees, but because they they were overused other places. Um, so anyway, I think probably your best luck is going to be. Uh, to go back to some of the old remedies, I would look online. I, you'll find a surprising uh, dearth of information online about peach tree borer control um, in the universities. If I were doing a search, and I probably will now that you brought it up, uh, I, I would search uh, university uh, entomology. These are my key words, university entomology, peach tree borer control. Okay. And see and see if any of the entomology departments, especially in southern uh, land grant universities like Clemson mm-hmm. or A and M or Oklahoma State, uh, will give you anything. I, I don't think a lot of them do because the, the remedies are kind of homespun and don't do a whole lot of good. But I may be wrong. Maybe there are some things. Right. So I've got a red skin tree, um, also, and it was oozing sap, <clears throat> and uh, it, it stopped doing it now. Um, but the harvesters, the harvester is pretty bad, so I'm, I'm I'm concerned about it. Well, they can they can bother any uh, any variety. I'm sure. do a quick glance through the A and M fruit and nut resource thing on peaches. I have it bookmarked. Let me see if yeah, this, that you recommend that in your book. Um, it is EHT dash zero two two that fact sheet. And we'll see if they address uh, borers anywhere on that sheet. Uh, insect control, let me see. Well, if you have vertigo, scrolling a document, a long document, is not good for the eyes. I understand that. A lot of times I'll print stuff out like that. Well, this is 25 pages. I don't want to print it to, <laughs> to, to find one little paragraph that says we don't have a good control. That's probably what I'm going to find. Fruit thinning, weed control. This this really is an outstanding uh, bulletin. Cost no, there's nothing. That's that's what that's what I have found. The other times that I have looked is that the universities don't get into it because there isn't a lot that can be done. They just acknowledge that they're a problem. Um, hmm. I'll I'll do some more research. This is a uh, thing I need to see if there's anything more current. Um, yeah, because I'm I'm along with you too. I mean, I've done a lot of research. I've gone to uh, Texas Agricultural's website, and they, they don't really, you know, dig, dig, dive into it that much to give you a definitive answer on what to do. No, that's exactly right. Um, I'm doing it right now. Hang on just a second. I'll see if anybody comes up with a match. All right. I mean, but otherwise, the tree appears to be healthy. I mean, it's doing what it should be doing. Looks like Kentucky has something. A and M Peachtree Bore has has something. I'll kick that in when I have time. Colorado State. So there are some things you can look okay. up. Uh, University of Florida. So and and those are the four. All right, good deal. We found something. So maybe there's a little bit of help. I hope it's more than just uh, run a wire up the tunnel. So yeah, anyway. I've, I've read that myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that was great. Well, never thank very you very fulfilling. much. For- 
All right, Alan, have a good day. Thanks for waiting on me. Take care. All right, Carlos in Dallas, you'll be my next call up. Let me get the newscast uh, started up here with uh, Dennis, and I'll come to you right on the other side. We have two open lines, folks. If you'd like to call, it's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Baylor Scott & White sponsors this hour. Baylor Scott & White has meant so much to our family for so many years. That's where our daughter's life was saved in 2005 and and where our family has been served so loyally ever since. My wife proudly serves on the board of Baylor Scott & White McKinney. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy, and I'd like to take some time now to talk about another group of incredibly hardworking people, and you've already gotten a preview of that. It's the people who keep us happy and healthy. They are our beloved health care workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. I have several friends who work in the Baylor Scott and White uh, healthcare system, and we hear uh, of how hard they are working. And I want to say thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. They have a phrase that they use among one another when they do something in an extraordinary way. They say, uh, it may be preceded with aw shucks, but it's the Baylor way. And then they kind of wink. And that's really true. You do it the best it can be done. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you and I can show our appreciation to the front line. We can get vaccinated. We can wear our masks. Those are small prices to pay. Why would you not be vaccinated? Why would you not wear your mask? These are not wussy things. What is the reason we need to do those things? These are great ways to show our support and share the message on social media, too, while you're at it. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health, especially to the front line, for all that you do to keep us all safe. We vaccinate our dog. This is my message, not in the ad copy. We vaccinate our dogs and cats. Let's vaccinate ourselves. Thank you. Thank you, Baylor Scott and White. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. Oh, I forget how short that is, taking a sip of my Diet Coke. I forget how short that is. Let me tell you uh, right now about sunburst shutters. Every time I see their car going out on a sales con, I know they have several sales reps and several cars. I just rejoice because I know that somebody is about to be really thrilled with something that I have talked about. And there are other people doing ads for them, but I'll, I'll just for the moment, uh, put myself in that spot and say, I am thrilled and hopeful that that's one of my listeners going out about to be served by sunburst shutters. This is a great company with great people. You're going to love this product. It's uh, plantation style shutters. So they're two and a half, three and a half or great big four and a half inch louvers. Uh, big louvers make such a statement to your home. They are the, the current decorating trend and they're beautiful. The fewer lines you have, the bigger the louver, the fewer lines you have. And so the more of your landscape you see when you open them. It's also fewer lines to uh, allow uh, light in. So that's kind of nice as well. These are made of polywood, P-O-L-Y, polywood. It doesn't crack or warp or split or peel because it's a man-made material and it does not accept moisture. They're more energy efficient than any other shutters made. They're white or off-white or they can be stained or painted as needed. And uh, it's a faux stain, I might add. They are just fabulous. We've had ours for 11 years now, and we couldn't be happier. And the people are so nice to work with. Now, uh, Sunburst Shutters are also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. And they're available anywhere that you can hear me in North Texas. Call Sunburst Shutters this week for a, a home... Uh, 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 what am I trying to say? They'll bring them to your home and show you, hold them up in the windows and help you. 
I started to say home inspection. I was trying to get around that wording. That's somebody else. 214-343-2601, a home visit. Or you can come to their showroom if you prefer, but I really would suggest that you invite them to come to your home. 214-343-2601. On the web, you can see all about this great company at sunburstshutters.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. Texas health professionals are urging flu vaccinations as well as COVID vaccinations. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction is closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. Another project blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. And for WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Today, partly to mostly cloudy with spotty showers or storms possible, I-76. Tonight begins the change. Windy, cooler, brief rounds of showers and storms overnight, low tonight, 46. Monday, clearing, windy, much cooler. Tomorrow, the high is going to be no more than 55. Right now, it's cloudy and we show 65 degrees. North Texas health professionals will be watching more than just COVID-19 this winter. Parkland Hospital's chief medical officer, Dr. Joseph Chang, says the number of flu cases could be low again this year. We're really hoping, obviously, that we have a light flu season because of the unpredictability, obviously, of COVID. We obviously don't need fluvid on top of on top of everything else. Dr. Chang still encouraging everyone to get a flu shot as well as COVID vaccination. The Mesquite police officer who was shot and killed in an Albertsons parking lot Friday was Richard Houston, 21-year veteran of the department. A memorial's been set up in front of the Mesquite police, and residents are stopping by to pay their respect. We just want to come out and show our support. We're Mesquite residents, so just want to show our love for our police department. Houston leaves behind a wife and three children. Police will be holding a vigil for him in Mesquite, 8 o'clock tonight at police headquarters. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP. 99.5 FMHD2 and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very, very much. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company right now. This is the company to call if you need to have a new roof or if you don't know if you need to have a new roof. Texas premier roofing contractor serving the entire North Texas area with the finest in roofing since 1986. Let me tell you, they've done... Are you ready for this? You've heard it, maybe. 100,000 roofs since 1986. That makes me tired. That's a lot of roofs. They do composition roofs, and that stuff gets heavy lifting it up. Clay and concrete tile, that stuff gets heavier when you lift it up. Metal, slate, oh, there's a lot of weight involved. And they do a beautiful job on roofs. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our home, and it's beautiful. It's not slate or concrete tile, uh, concrete or tile. It's a composition roof, but it's a great one. And once we got our insurance settlement, we uh, uh, called them right back and said, we need to have you do your magic on our roof. And they did it, and it is magical. We got continuous ridge vents that we had not had before. That was at their suggestion. And we got a heavier weight uh, uh, roof than we had had before, and that was at their suggestion, and that is saving us on our insurance. They guided us to get the maximum dollar value for our insurance settlement. I am so pleased to tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Here is their phone number for the free roof uh, inspection. Have them come out, do a look at your home, and see if the roof is intact and doing okay. If it is, no problem. Good to know. If it isn't, they'll show you what the problem is, and they can uh, they can advise you. Uh, is uh, is this something that I ought to file insurance on? They they can just say, yeah, it it looks like it could be, and then you can take it from there. Nine seven two. 
562-5788. 972-562-5788-WBRoofing.com. It's Werther Brothers Roofing Company. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here. They're going to be ineffective on this immigration issue, and they're going to use it to their benefit. What's going to happen? Use Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. I'll do a quick version of my eGardens ad here because I want to get back to my calls. But eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays just a little after 6 p.m. There always are five stories, a featured plant of the week, a featured question of the week that has come up repeatedly, and gardening this weekend where I point out things you need to do in that ensuing three or four days and then we have a couple of other stories this week for example i have a a wonderful story that diane sitton has submitted on decorating the outdoors with things from the outdoors and from the grocery to attract birds to your landscape it's beautiful nice job diane so that's the sort of thing you'll find in eGardens. if you want to see what it looks like you can go to my website to neilsperry.com and then click on the eGardens tab and there it will be they always post automatically when it becomes active and there it is for you uh, or you can subscribe, which is a much more logical way to do it, so it will come to your email every week, right on time. That's Neil Sperry's eGarden. Sign up for it at the website, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott & White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And uh, to uh, Alan in Keller from a couple of calls ago, uh, I did the... Uh, quick look on the websites uh, that I mentioned uh, for uh, peach tree borers and most of these are for commercial growers and so but I, I think given some time you could uh, do some looking and, and probably find some things for uh, home garden uh, home gardeners let's go to Carlos in Dallas Carlos this is Neil good morning how can I help you hey Neil good morning uh, yes sir first of all Taking my call and, and uh, actually as a relocated retiree, I want to say thanks for uh, both the show and the book. It's, it's been a real uh, a real help as I learned the, the local area stuff. But uh, my Thank specific you. one for today is uh, we've got on the property a couple old American persimmons trees that um, the electric company butchered. They basically topped them. They were underneath uh, power lines. And uh, I'm starting to get a lot of the water sprouts out of the branches. And I'm just trying to figure out what's the best way forward with them. I'm, you know, I'm trying to take care of all the old trees on the property, and, uh, and those have been around for a little bit. But it looks like they're showing the stress, obviously, at the top. And what do you recommend? Well, if you can go in and selectively remove some of the extra sprouts, if you cut one trunk or one branch and you get four branches back, uh, remove three of them and, and leave or remo- remove all but one and uh, try to get one that has the angle closest to the original angle of the branch that got cut. Problem is it's going to grow right back where it was before and they're going to come right back and cut it right where they cut it before. Um, what happens with, with trees that are around power lines uh, is that birds poop the seeds right beneath the power lines and so the trees that are under the power lines are always the wrong kind of tree that that's they were planted by the birds and so you have mulberries and persimmons and and uh hackberries trees that yep. they like to eat and that's where they grow and so uh, you can expect to be visited by the power company again and i know it's frustrating because they do ruin the shape of the tree but their job is not to grow trees their job is to keep our houses uh, uh, warm and lighted in the winter time so anyway Sure. I, I see no. both sides. No, I get it. I just uh, so uh, I guess you're saying I, I could, in fact, try to sort of sublimate the stuff that's towards a power line and try to, you know, see if I can find a, a substitute branch that grows away that might become a, a dominant. I suppose, but but I think we've all seen trees that are shaped like uh, well, they're Y shaped uh, yes. because of power lines, and I'm not sure I want that anymore, and I want one that's been topped. Yeah. If, if you really want persimmons, you might be better off to go uh, into your yard somewhere 
30 or 40 feet and plant a persimmon there or maybe a dwarf uh, uh, a dwarf persimmon of the the large fruiting type yep i'm not married to it i just i'm trying to you know kind of honor what's already on the property and uh, and try to uh, we've had a few new things because a lot of old trees have right. you know, taken damage with storms but i'm just trying to honor it. but hey I, I appreciate that help quite a bit sir and and uh, you're terrific Good deal. Well, good luck with it. Be careful around the power lines. Be careful in doing that pruning. All right. You, you bet, sir. Thank you. All, All right. Have holiday. a good day. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see. We're in good shape. Let me give you the number again because, like I said last hour, uh, I'm going to run out of calls before I run out of hour. And uh, so it's uh, 800-288-WBAP. We're going to go to Richard in just a second. 800-288-9227. Call now. Richard, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Richard. It's line two, isn't it, Mike? That's the problem. He's on line two, and that's the problem. Okay, Richard, are you there? Yes, I am. Can, can you hear me? I hear you now. You were the lucky winner of line two when you uh, called, Richard. <laughs> thank you very much. You're welcome. How can I help you? I have an eastern red bud that I planted in 2011. Okay. The tree seems to be doing fine. I am experiencing a bark peeling situation. All right. Um, when you say bark peeling, describe it a little bit to me. Uh, well, I'm walking right now. It's uh, all up and down the main part of the trunk, and it seems to be favoring... Uh, a particular side, I guess, this, in this situation, the south side of the tree. All right. You say the tree is doing fine. The top growth was good this year? Yes, it was good, and uh, the leaves stayed on there, and they just, just now, according to the change in the uh, seasoning, the, the leaves are just now falling off. All right. Is the bark peeling up um, in plates at both ends, kind of just like a boat or something, just coming up on both ends? Yeah, it's kind of splotchy. It's a, at the base of the tree, it still seems to be fairly solid. Up about 12 inches, there's a splotch peeling off there. And then from there up to where it makes the first fork, it's it's peeling uh, spotty there. And a little bit up on the branches going out. Otherwise, the tree's fine. All right, I am hoping I know what to ask to get the question answered that I need. I think I know what the issue is, but I want to ask the question without prejudicing the situation. Uh, what do you see beneath the bark when it peels up? Uh, what do you see beneath it? The trunk is uh, brownish looking. It looks like it's got a little bit of moldy looking stuff underneath it. All right. Are you seeing the wood of the trunk or are you seeing more bark forming? Uh, right now I'm seeing the wood of the trunk. All right. Well, that's not good. Uh, I, I thought perhaps what you were seeing was just old bark that was, uh, was peeling, which happens when a tree trunk, uh, enlarges. And I, I was just picturing a tree that was getting ready to shed some bark because it was growing actively. I have trees that are doing that. Red buds will do some of that, I guess. I haven't paid a lot of attention to it and I don't remember seeing it be uh, really visible, but if you want to see a tree that really does it to a great degree, Mexican plums will. Mm -hmm. So I was I was just wondering if that might be the case. Um, if if you have the bark peeling off the way you're describing, and if there is some kind of injury to the wood underneath, then that is a concern. Uh, Eastern red buds are native. It's Cercis canadensis, which tells you it's native into Canada. The cold that we had in February should not have impacted it at all. Um, but maybe it did just because the cold came so late. I, I don't know what that might be, Richard. Um, do you see any signs of any other damage to the tree? Do you see little tiny holes the size of pencil leads? No, I do not. It's, all just, right. it's just kind of uh, flaky a little bit underneath where the bark is peeling off, and that's it. All right. Is the bark falling to the ground or just peeling and, and uh, curling? Well, when it reaches a certain stage, it starts falling off on the ground. All right. What, what city are you in? 
I'm in Kempner, K-E-M-P-N-E-R. That's between Fort Hood and Lampasas. Okay, thank you. That helps. Um, I don't know if you have any certified arborists in your area. Uh, you might contact the county extension office. Um, and are you Bell County or what county are you? In? I'm in Lampasas County. Lampasas County. You might call their office and see if they have an arborist that they would recommend, or. Uh, send a photo to them, email them a good photo of the trunk, and ask that the Texas uh, A&M Forest Service help you. They can forward it on to College Station. Uh, You're welcome to post it on my Facebook page, and I'll try to help. But a good, clear photo might might give some insight as to what's going on. I don't know beyond that, Richard. Well, thank you for your help anyway. uh, I'll try. I'll try to help. One more question. if I do not have any luck with this tree and I have to get rid of it, I would like uh, a redbud replacing it. Can you give me a recommendation? What is it? Is it just eastern redbud, not a grafted variety? No, it's an eastern redbud. I still have the paperwork on it when I bought it. All right. Well, I think the eastern redbuds, just the, the, the straight species, may last better than some of the others. Um, Oklahoma redbud is beautiful. I think it tends to uh, develop some problems, maybe at least it has for me, a little bit faster than, than the ungrafted types. So I think you might go back with what you have, buy them in bloom, so you know the, the, the range of the, the, the pink color. Sometimes they're kind of pale, and I don't care for that as much. Mexican redbud is native in the hill country, and it's very pretty. Well, I'm so, in the, uh, right at the start of the hill country here. I know, I know that. I know that. That's why I, why I suggested it. It has a smaller leaf, a very glossy leaf, and it would be pretty for you. Mexican so redbud. Mexican redbud would be very nice. A little harder to find, but very pretty. So okay. I hope that helps. Thank you very much. You're and, welcome uh, very much. Take care. All right. Let me tell you, I see Brent from uh, Lake Weatherford. We'll get to him and a good question coming up. Let me tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, my book. And there, there will come a time. Uh, very shortly now that it will be the last ad that I can do for this for Christmas gift giving uh, for my book, the uh, special that we're having. You buy the first book at regular price, the second and third books shipped to the same address are $5 off. And uh, that will be a very, very good price. In fact, when we go to the sixth printing sometime early next year, uh, this is going to look like a really good price because it's going to have to go up in price. Uh, the uh, paper costs have, have really gone up. Paper availability has uh, just, it, it isn't. It just isn't. So there we are. Uh, my book has 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that calendar, 48-page calendar. Not one you hang on the wall, not a grid calendar, but this is four pages per month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants. And I've never put that in any kind of a book before. And chapter three is really detailed on trees, and then chapter four on shrubs, then vines and ground covers, annuals and perennials. Those are really long chapters. And uh, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all in the book. This is the book I always wanted to have, so much better than the cowboy boot book, and so much more up to date. It's almost a quarter century more up to date. This is the one you want to get. This is the one you want to give. Buy one, it's thirty-six ninety-five, plus tax and postage. The second and third books shipped to the same mailing address are only thirty-one ninety-five each. So that's a $5 savings per book. But you must order immediately if you want that special price. I'll be signing books this evening and tomorrow. And the only way you can get them is through my office or my website. They're not in stores and not on Amazon. The website is neilsperry.com. The office number to call weekdays, business hours, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The website, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y 
Com. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. A lot of talk these days about Made in America. You've heard it. Well, let me tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years, almost a century. And that's Mueller products, Mueller metal roofing, Mueller steel buildings, made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and of workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or maybe something newer to their repertoire, like a shed or a greenhouse, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the good old USA. And with 33 branches for sales and services, a Mueller location that's very near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families, ordinary hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. You'll find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. They're Mueller, they're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you. Let's go back to the phone lines and we go to Brent at Lake Weatherford. Brent, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, thanks, Neil. Hey, uh, is, yes, is now the time to plant tulips, and how do you prepare the soil? Where do I get them, and, and do I soak them or put them in the refrigerator? I can't remember what the process is. All right. Well, uh, part of it is good news. Part of it isn't good news. Uh, this is the time to plant them, actually, a couple weeks from now, uh, the, the second half of December. Um, you want to buy the best bulbs that you can find, um, and, and you need to search until you find the best bulbs. Uh, that's not going to be in, in the discount stores usually. It's going to be in really good nurseries or it's going to be, uh, well, it's just going to be at, at specialists that handle really good bulbs. Um, normally you would buy them in October or early November. You would put them in the refrigerator for 45 days at 45 Uh-oh. degrees. Uh-oh. And, uh, <laughs> and so that's going to mean you have to have them in the fridge by about the 1st of November to take them out by the 15th or 20th of December. So that's the bad news part of it. Uh, you okay. prepare the beds like you would for any perennial. Um, uh, they're not perennial, they're annuals, but you would prepare the bed down 8 or 10 inches deep with a lot of organic matter. You're going to be using the bed for other things later. Um, and uh, one of the secrets with tulips is uh, to plant them close together. So many people plant them 10 inches apart and they're, they look like uh, soldiers uh, uh, marking with a lot of social distancing going on. And so you, okay. need, to, you need to plant them uh, so that they will be seen as a mass. Uh, one of the okay. reasons you prepare the soil well is so that you can put pansies in between. Pansies will have nice color before the tulips bloom, and then as soon as the tulips are finished, you can, you can pull them or cut them and, and remove them. They will not bloom again another year. They're a one-time deal. I would suggest if you want to try some tulips this year, buy a dozen and put them in pots or a big pot on the, on the porch or the entryway or something, and maybe it'll get cold enough to let them bloom. You won't have a lot invested that way. Thank you, Neil. You betcha. Thank you. Mike Bass, nice job. Against all odds, we had some technical difficulties with one of our three lines that we used today, and so it offered some challenges. I have enjoyed this very much, folks. I hope you have a wonderful week and are able to get ready for the holidays. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Happy gardening.